Hey guys, it's Tim, and today we're debuting a new part of the Capes and Scows universe. It's called Floppies and Thickums. Why on earth would I call it that? Well, I'll tell you. It actually was a suggestion from some, uh, some customers at the comic book store, and they said uh, that they were continually asking me for both issues and for graphic novels, and you know, they were just like, I need the, the floppy, I need, I need the thickum, I need... And it was just a silly joke, and I said, you know what, I like that so much, I'll make it a show. But what does that actually mean? What is, what is floppies and thickums as it relates to this podcast? I will tell you. Basically, what it will be is I will look at a new series that maybe is only an issue or two out or is coming out if I have an advanced copy, and I will tell you whether I think you, you need this in your life more than anything else, and you pick up the floppies, or you can kind of wait, and you can wait for the thickum, the graphic novel. And uh, this will happen occasionally. It might happen a lot. It might happen very seldom. I don't know. It's just kind of how books will come out, and if I feel like it's something you should know about. So I have chosen something very uh, red-hot right now for the first one, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, issue number one. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with this book, this book, it had a, a myriad of uh, issues. It was not published, <laughs> it was not published well. Uh, this book had a lot of issues. The printing, some of the printing wasn't printed well. It actually looks like a bleached kind of page. A couple pages are bleached where you can just barely see the art. I, there's rumors as to how much of it was actually done. Maybe 17% of its actual requested pre-ordered uh, ratio was fulfilled. I don't know how true that is, but it definitely seems like not a lot. So the book had a lot of problems. So I, I figured it's a perfect candidate with Turtles being fairly red hot right now. And just as far as the comics, comics doing amazing. It's got a bunch of spinoffs, including this one. Is this a thing you need in your life immediately, especially considering how difficult it is to get issue one? Two is not out yet as of this recording. So how hard is it to actually get this issue? Well, right now, that issue's going between $20, $25, and I could have changed already. Uh, I don't think it's worth paying that much. It's an $8.99 cover price, which does make that sound a little bit better. And it is a very strange-shaped comic. So if you're ordering it online, I could also understand it being a weird thing to ship. But it really shouldn't jack up that shipping cost too much, so don't fall for that. Basically, if you're unfamiliar, the premise of Ninja Turtles Last Ronin is it's the last turtle. The last turtle of the four that is still alive and is still fighting the good fight. And it is a darker Ninja Turtle story. Initially, they don't tell you what turtle it is. It will be revealed by the end of issue one. So if you don't want to know, avoid the internet. What you end up with is a very reminiscent of like Frank Miller... And no, not just because Ronan is in the title. Uh, it, it just has that feel, that darker kind of me versus the world feel uh, that a lot of Miller's work had. Not anymore, but it had it. Uh, this book is a pretty solid read. I enjoyed it a lot. It was my pick of the week the week it came out, which was a week or two ago, if you're listening to this when it first drops. So the book's solid, and it is a very enjoyable read. So normally, I would say, under normal circumstances you would want this in the floppies. However, if you are going to pay exuberant amounts for a number one, especially a variant, if you're a variant guy, good luck, because so many stores didn't even get the variants they ordered, and I'm there's like 70 of them. I hate variants in some ways. <laughs> so, normally, it's a floppy over a thickum, but in this case, I just feel like wait for the trade. 
I don't know if the trade's going to be oversized, but if the trade's normal size, that's a bonus because the comic, when I say it's a weird size, it's not like uh, if it's too small for a magazine board, although that's probably how I will store it. It's actually closer to a golden size, but it's taller than a normal golden bag. So storing it is a little interesting. I mean, I just put it in a magazine bag and board and throw it in a magazine box. But I know there's a lot of people who are like, I just collect comics. I don't want magazines. And I, I get it. I understand that. And I think if, you know, the trade ends up being an odd size, it's a little more forgivable. Trades often go on bookshelves or they're, they can be displayed. They're, uh, they're more inviting, I guess, than swimming through uh, your, your buddy's long boxes without his consent. That is my, my opinion. Normally, I think this would fall under the floppy category, but today it is a thickum. I think uh, you definitely do not want to pay exuberant. Don't pay exuberant amount for those number ones. It's ridiculous. And, I mean, this is all speculation on my part, but what if this is some inflated thing they did to be themselves? I don't know why you would do that. You're losing money. But whatever. They made this book the most talked about thing ever. Will it make the regular Turtle book sales go up? Probably. It'll probably make a lot of people. They're like, wait, I didn't know the Turtles were still going. Yeah, the Turtles never stopped. So it's interesting. It is interesting. And I mean, they'll, they'll clean up on second prints for sure. Second, third, fourth, they'll have 70 more variants for each fucking printing. But that's it. That's it, everybody. So I, I think you've got an idea of what this will be going forward. Uh, it's typically going to be issue number ones or one and twos. And just kind of tell you what I think. And you guys have been listening for a while, I hope. So you have an idea of what I like, what I don't like. So if you feel the way I feel, you'll know it's a pretty safe uh, assumption. It's a pretty safe recommendation one way or the other. And that's it. Thank you, everybody, for checking this out. Like I said, I don't know how often I'll do them. But I'm glad to have uh, the option to, to talk new books with you in a timely fashion. So thank you. And if you haven't yet, make sure you find Capes and Scals on your Apple podcast or wherever you're getting your podcast and give us a rate and review. That would be awesome. Max and I over on Tapes and Scals are trying to become Rotten Tomatoes reviewers, official critics, and uh, the rate and review is very key to that. So thank you if you can, you know, get your little sister to do it too. She loves us. She loves us. Five stars. Max is the best. That's what I want to see. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good one.